Um, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us on temptation, but those who need the Lord. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, power, and glory. In Christ Jesus our Lord. Let us give thanks to the beneficent and merciful God, the Father of our Lord, God and Savior, Jesus Christ, for he has covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to himself, spared us, supported us, and has brought us to this hour. Let us also ask him, the Lord our God, the Pantocrator, to guard us in all peace this holy day and all the days of our life. O Master, Lord God, the Pantocrator, the Father of our Lord, God and Savior, Jesus Christ, we thank you for everything concerning everything and in everything. For you have covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to yourself, spared us, supported us, and have brought us to this hour. Therefore, we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind. Grant us to complete this holy day and all the days of our life in all peace with your fear. All envy, all temptation, all the work of Satan, the counsel of wicked men, and the rising up of enemies hidden and manifest. Take them away from us and from all your people. And from this church and from this holy place that is yours, but those things which are good and profitable do provide for us. For it is you have given us the authority to tread on serpents and scorpions, and upon all the power of the enemy. Come, let us worship the Holy Trinity. The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. We are the Christian people, for He is our true God. We have hope in Saint Mary that God will have mercy on us through her intercession. Hail to you, O Mary, the beautiful who has born for us God the Logos. Hail to you, O Mary, with a holy greeting. Hail to you, O Mary, the mother of the Holy One. Hail to Michael, the great archangel. Hail to Gabriel, the chosen announcer. Hail to the cherubim. Hail to the seraphim. Hail to all the heavenly orders. Hail to John, the great for 
Hail to the priest, the kingsman of Emmanuel. Hail to my lords and fathers, the apostles. Hail to the disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ. Through the intercessions of the Theotokos, St. Mary, O Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins, that we may praise you with your good Father and the Holy Spirit, for you have risen and saved us. Peace be with all. Again, let us ask God the one to go toward the Father of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ. We ask and entreat your goodness to love our mankind. Remember, O Lord, the sick among your people. You have visited them with mercies and compassion. Heal them, take away from them and from us all sickness and all disease. The spirit of sicknesses chase away those who have long lain in maladies, raise up in comfort. Those who are afflicted by unclean spirits, set them all free. Those who are in prisons or dungeons, those who are in exile or captivity, those who are held in bitter bondage, O Lord, set them all free and have mercy upon them. For you are he who loosens the bounden lips of the fallen, the hope of those who have no hope, the help of those who have no helper, the comfort of the faint-hearted, the harbor of those in the storm. All souls that are distressed are bound. Grant them mercy, O Lord. Grant them rest. Grant them refreshment. Grant them grace. Grant them help. Grant them salvation. Grant them the forgiveness of their sins and their iniquities. As for us too, O Lord, the sicknesses of our souls, heal in those who our bodies cure. O you, the true physician of our souls and bodies, the bishop of all flesh, visit us with your salvation. We ask and entreat your goodness, the lover of mankind. Remember, O Lord, the sacrifices, the offerings, and the thanksgivings of those who have offered to the honor and glory of your holy name. Receive them upon your holy rational altar in heaven as a sweet savor of incense before your greatness in the heavens through the service of your holy angels and archangels. As you have received the gifts of the righteous Abel, the sacrifice of our father Abraham and the two mites of the widow, so also receive the thank offerings of your servants, those in abundance or those in scarcity, hidden or manifest, those who desire to offer to you but have none, and those who have offered these gifts to you this very day, give them the incorruptible and instead of the corruptible, the heavenly, instead of the earthly, the eternal, instead of the temporal. Their houses and their stores fill them with every good thing. Surround them, O Lord, by the power of your holy angels and archangels. As they have remembered your holy name on earth, remember them also, O Lord, in your kingdom and in this age too. Leave them not behind. O Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. O you who takes away the sins of the world, receive our prayers unto you. Who sits at the right hand of his Father, have mercy on us. You only are the Holy, you only are the Most High, my Lord Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God the Father, amen. Every day I will bless you and I will praise your holy name forever and unto the ages of ages, amen. 
From the night season, my soul awakens early into you. Oh my God, for precepts I let upon the earth. I was meditating in your ways, you become a helper unto me. In the morning you shall hear my voice. Early I will stand before you, and you shall see me. Holy God, holy mighty, holy mortal, who is born of the Virgin, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy mighty, holy mortal, who is crucified for us, have mercy on us. Holy mighty, holy mortal, who rose from the dead and ascended to the heavens, have mercy on us. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and to the ages of all ages. Amen. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. O Lord, forgive us our sins. O Lord, forgive us our iniquities. O Lord, forgive us our trespasses. O Lord, visit the sick of your people. Heal them for the sake of your holy name. Our fathers and brethren who have fallen asleep, O Lord, repose our souls. O you are without sin, Lord, have mercy on us. O you are without sin, Lord, help us and receive our supplications. For yours is the glory, dominion, and the triple in us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, bless us. Amen. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for that is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. In Christ Jesus our Lord, amen, alleluia. Hail to we ask you, a saint full of glory, the ever virgin of Theotokos, the mother of Christ. Lift up our prayers unto your beloved Son, that he may forgive us our sins. Hail to the Holy Virgin, who has brought forth unto us the true light, Christ our God. Bless the Lord on our behalf, that he may have mercy in our souls and forgive us our sins. O Virgin Mary, the Holy Theotokos, the faithful intercessor of the human race. Intercede on our behalf before Christ, whom you born, that he may grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Hail to you, Virgin, the true righteous Queen, hail to the bride of our race who bore for us. Amen. You well, we ask you to remember. Us, O faithful intercessor, before our Lord Jesus, that he may forgive us our sins. Blessed are you, O Mary, the wise and the chaste, the second tabernacle, the spiritual treasure, the pure turtle dove that declared in our land and brought unto us the fruit of the Spirit, the Spirit of comfort who came upon you son in the waters of Jordan as a type of Noah. For that dove has announced glad tidings unto us about the peace of God which came to mankind. Likewise you, O our hope, the spiritual turtle dove, have brought mercy upon us by carrying him in your womb. He is Jesus Christ, the begotten of the Father. He was born of you for us, setting free our human race. Therefore let us declare first with our hearts and then with our tongues proclaiming and saying, O our Lord Jesus Christ, make a temple in us of your Holy Spirit, ever glorifying you. Hail to you, O Virgin, the true 
righteous Queen, hail to the pride of our race, you are born for us, Emmanuel. We ask you to remember us, O faithful intercessor, before our Lord Jesus, that he may forgive us our sins. Our Lord Jesus Christ has chosen his apostles, Peter and Andrew, John and James, and the rest, Philip and Matthew, Bartholomew and Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Canaanite, Thaddeus and Matthias, Paul, Mark and Luke, and the rest of the disciples who who followed our Savior. Matthias, who was chosen in place of Judas, all of them and the rest followed the Master. Their voices went forth throughout the face of the whole earth, and their words have reached the ends of the world. Pray to the Lord on our behalf, for my lords and fathers, the apostle, and the disciples, that he may forgive us our sins. Hail to our father Paul, the teacher of the world. Hail to the chosen vessel of our Lord and Savior. Pray to the Lord on our behalf, O blessed Saint, our teacher, Saint Paul the Apostle, that he may forgive us our sins. Watch over us from on high where you dwell, O Lady of us all, the ever-Virgin Theotokos. Ask of him whom you have borne, our good Savior, to take away our afflictions and establish for us his peace. upon us. 
settle your mercy upon us. Have compassion upon us. and help us. Take away your anger from us. Visit us with your salvation and forgive us our sins. Master Lord Jesus Christ, our God, who said to us, in the honored disciples and holy apostles, many prophets and righteous men have desired to see the things which you see and have not seen them, and to hear the things which you hear and have not heard them. But as for you, blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. May we be worthy to hear and act according to your holy gospels, to the prayers of your saints. Remember also our Master, all those who have bidden us to remember them in our supplications and prayers, which we offer up unto you, O Lord our God. Those who have already fallen asleep, repose them. Those who are sick, heal them. For you are the life of us all, the salvation of us all, the hope of us all, the healing of us all, and the resurrection of us all. From the Psalms of our father David the prophet, may his blessings be upon us all. Amen. Forsake me not, O Lord my God, depart not from me. Draw nigh to mine help, O Lord of my salvation. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord of hosts. Bless the Lord. A reading from the gospel according to our teacher, St. Luke. May his blessings view us all. Amen. Now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed by this, that behold, 
behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Then as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. Then they returned from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles and their words seemed to them like idle tales and they did not believe them but Peter arose and ran to the tomb and stooping down he saw the linen cloths lying by themselves and he departed marveling to himself at what had happened Glory be to God Worthy to pray, thankfully, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil one. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, bow your heads to the Lord before you. Our Master, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Logos of God, the Father, is broken every bond of our sins through Savior, life-giving sufferings. We breathe into the face of his holy disciples and saying the apostles said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. You also now, our Master, have given grace through your holy apostles to those for a time labor in the priesthood of your holy church to forgive sin upon the earth and to bind to loose every bond of iniquity. Now also we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind. For your servants, my father, and my brethren, and my weakness, those bowing down their heads before your holy glory, dispense to us your mercy, loose every one of our sins. If we have committed any sin against you knowingly or unknowingly through anguish of heart, deed, or word, or from faint heartedness of mass, and knows the weakness of man is a good one, a lover of mankind, O God, grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Bless us, purify us, absolve us, and all your people. Fill us with your fear, straighten us for your holy goodwill. For you are our God, as you the glory, the honor, the dominion, and the worship, together with your good Father and the Holy Spirit, the giver of life, who is of one essence with you now and always unto the ages of all ages. Bless the air of heaven, bless 
Bless the waters of the rivers, bless the seeds and the plants. May your mercy and your peace be a fortress to your people. Save us and have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, bless us. Amen. I offer my repentance. Bless me. Forgive me and say the blessing. Amen. So it shall be. O King of peace, grant us your peace, establish us your peace, and forgive us our sins. For thine is the power, the glory, the blessing, and the majesty now and forever and unto the ages of ages. Amen. Lord, make us worthy to pray thankfully, our Father who art in heaven. The love of God the Father, the grace of his only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, the communion gift of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, I mean glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and unto the ages of all ages, I mean the prayers of the third and the sixth hours of the blessed day, we offer to Christ, our King and our God, beseeching him to forgive us our sins from the Psalms of our Father, David, the prophet and King. May his blessings be with us all, I mean.
Holy, 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 reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. May his blessings be with us all. Amen. Glory be to God forever and ever. I mean, to know your Holy Spirit, O Lord, and you send forth upon your holy disciples and honored apostles in the third hour. Do not take away from us a good one, but renew within us. Create in me a clean heart, O God, renew a right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. O Lord, who sent down your Holy Spirit upon your holy disciples and your honored apostles in the third hour, do not take him away from us, O good one, but we ask you to renew him within us. O Lord, Jesus Christ, Son of God, the Word, a right and life-giving spirit, a spirit of prophecy and chastity, a spirit of holiness, justice, and authority. O the Almighty One, for you are the light of our souls, O you who shines upon every man. Who comes into the world, have mercy on us. Theotokos, you are the true vine who bore the cluster of life. We ask you, full of grace with the apostles, for the salvation of our souls. Blessed is the Lord our God, blessed is the Lord day by day. He prepares our way, for he is God of our salvation. Heavenly King, the Comforter, Spirit of Truth, who art everywhere present, fill us all things, O treasure of good and bestower of life. Graciously come and abide in us and purify us, O good one, and save our souls. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Just as you were with your disciples, O Savior, and gave us them peace, graciously come also and be with us and grant us your peace and save us and deliver our souls. Whenever we stand in your holy sanctuary, we are considered as standing in heaven, O Theotokos, you are the gate of heaven. Open unto us the gates of mercy. Holy God, holy mighty, holy immortal, rose born the virgin, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy mighty, holy immortal, rose born the virgin, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy mighty, holy immortal, who rose and ascend to the heavens, have mercy on us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, both in the not the ages of all ages. Amen. O Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. O Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. O Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. O Lord, forgive us our sins. O Lord, forgive us our iniquities. O Lord, forgive us our trespasses. O Lord, visit the sick of your people. Heal them for the sake of your holy name. Our fathers and brothers who have fallen asleep. O Lord, repose their souls. Are you without sin, Lord, have mercy on us. Are you without sin, Lord, help us and receive our supplications. Here is the glory, dominion, and trouble, holiness. Lord of mercy, Lord of mercy, Lord bless us. Lord, make us worthy to pray thankfully, our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, God, the kingdom, the power, and glory forever. Amen. Hail to you, ask you, a saint, full of glory, ever virgin, the Theotokos, mother of Christ. Lift up our prayers unto your beloved Son, that he may forgive us our sins. Hail to the Holy Virgin, who has brought forth unto us the true light, Christ our God. I ask the Lord on our behalf that he may have mercy on our souls and forgive us our sins. 
O Virgin Mary, the Holy Theotokos, with faithful intercessor of the human race, intercede on our behalf before Christ whom you bore, that he may guide us to forgiveness of our sins. Hail to you, O Virgin, the right and true Queen. Hail to the pride of our race, who born to us, Emmanuel. We ask you to remember us, our faithful advocate, before our Lord Jesus Christ, that he may forgive us our sins. Luxatio Theosimon, holy, 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 the gospel according to our teacher, St. Matthew. May his blessings be with us all. Amen. Seeing the multitudes, he went up on the mountain. And when he was seated, his disciples came to him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile you and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth. The salt that loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand it gives light, all, gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Glory be to God forever, amen. We worship you, Christ, with your good Father and the Holy Spirit, for you have risen and saved us. Have mercy on us. George. Tear the handwriting of our sins, O Christ our God, and save us. I cry to God and the Lord heard me. God, hear my prayer and do not refuse my petition. Be attentive to me and hear me in the morning and e the evening and morning and at midday. I say my words and he hears my voice and delivers my soul in peace. Oh Jesus Christ, our God, who was nailed to the cross in the sixth hour and killed sin by the tree, and by your death you made life alive the dead man whom you created with your own hands and had died in sin. Put to death our pains by your healing and life-giving passions and by the nails with which you were nailed. Rescue our minds from the thoughtlessness of earth is really lost to the remembrance of your heavenly commandments according to your compassion. Since we have no favor nor excuse nor justification because of our many sins, we threw you import to him. It was born of you, a virgin Theotokos. The abundant and acceptable is your, is your intercession with our Savior. O Holy Mother, do not exclude sinners from your intercession with him whom you bore, for he is merciful and able to save us. Because he suffered for us to deliver us, let your compassion speedily reach us for our exceedingly humbled. Help us, O God, our Savior, for the glory of your name. O Lord, deliver us and forgive us our sins for the sake of your holy name. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. You wrought salvation in the midst of all the earth, O Christ our God, as you stretched your holy hands on the cross. Therefore all nations cry out, saying, Glory be to you, O Lord. Worship your incorruptible person, O good one, asking for the forgiveness of our sins, O Christ our God. For of your will you were pleased to be lifted up onto the cross to deliver those whom you created from the bondage of the enemy. We cry out unto you and give thanks to you, for you filled all with joy, O Savior, when you came to help the world. Lord, glory be to you. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. You are she who is full of grace, O Theotokos, the Virgin. We praise you, for through the cross of your Son, Hades fell down and death was abolished. We were dead, but we are raised and became worthy of eternal life. 
and gain the delight of the first paradise. Therefore, we thankfully glorify the immortal Christ, our God. We exalt you, the mother of the true light. We glorify you, Saint Theotokos. You have brought forth unto us the Savior of the whole world. He came and saved our souls. Glory be to you, our Master, our King. Christ, the pride of the apostles, the crown of the martyrs, the joy of the righteous, the firmness of the churches, the forgiveness of sins. Trinity and one Godhead, we worship him, we glorify him. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord bless us, amen. We believe in one God, God the Father, the Pantocrator, creator of heaven and earth and of all things seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, the honor of the Father before all ages, light of light, true God of true God, begotten, not created, of an essence with the Father, by whom all things are made. Who for us and for our salvation came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary, and became man. And he was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. He rose to the dead according to the scriptures. He sent to heaven as he sits at the right hand of his Father. He is coming again in his glory to judge the living and the dead. His kingdom shall have no end. Yes, who believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, whom the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, is spoke by the prophets. One holy Catholic apostolic church, we, we confess some baptism for remission of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the age to come. Amen. Have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Kiria lay, sword, Kiria lay, sword, Kiria lay, sword. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Kiria lay, sword, Kiria lay, sword, Kiria lay, sword. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Kiria lay, sword, Kiria lay, sword, Kiria lay, sword. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Kiria lay, sword, Kiria lay, sword, Kiria lay, sword. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Kiria lay, son, Kiria lay, son, Kiria lay, son. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Kiria lay, son, Kiria lay, son, Kiria lay, son. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Holy, 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 Lord of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory and honor. Have mercy on us, O God, the Father, the Pantocrator. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. O Lord God of hosts, be with us. For we have no help in our hardships and tribulations but you. Absolve, forgive, and admit, O God, our transgressions. Those which we have committed willingly and those which we have committed unwillingly. Those which we have committed knowingly and those which we have committed unknowingly. And it manifest, O Lord, forgive us for the sake of your holy name which is called upon us. Let it be according to your mercy, O Lord, and not according to our sins.
Thankfully, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thy is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Glory and honor, honor and glory be to the all-holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Peace and edification be unto the one, only, holy, Catholic, and apostolic Church of God. Amen. Remember, O Lord, those who have brought to you these gifts, those on whose behalf they have been brought, and those by whom they have been brought. Give them all the heavenly reward. Pray for these holy and precious gifts, our sacrifices, and those who have brought them, Lord, have mercy. Alleluia, this is the day which the the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Blessed be God, the Father, the Pantocrator. Amen. Blessed be His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Blessed be the Holy Spirit, the Paraclete. Amen. One is the Holy Father, one is the Holy Son, one is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed be the Lord God forever. Amen. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Laud him, all you peoples. For his mercy has been strengthened towards us, and the truth of the Lord abides forever. Amen. Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. pray father bless stand up for prayer peace be with all <clears throat> let 
us give thanks to the beneficent and merciful God, the Father of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ. For he has covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to himself, spared us, supported us, and has brought us to this hour. Let us also ask him, the Lord our God, the Pantocrator, to guard us in all peace this holy day and all the days of our life. Let us pray, Lord our mercy. O Master, Lord God, the Pantocrator, the Father of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, we thank you for everything concerning everything and in everything. For you have covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to yourself, spared us, supported us, and have brought us to this hour. Pray that God may have mercy and compassion upon us. Hear us, help us, and accept the supplications of the parents of his saints for that which is good on our behalf at all times, and make us worthy to partake of the communion of his holy and blessed mysteries for the remission of our sins. Lord, have mercy. Therefore, we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind. Grant us to complete this holy day and all the days of our life in all peace with your fear. All envy, all temptation, all the work of Satan, the counsel of wicked men, and the rising up of enemies hidden and manifest. Take them away from us and from all your people. And from this table and from this holy place that is yours, but those things which are good and profitable do provide for us. For it is you have given us the authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and upon all the power of the enemy. Lead us not in temptation, Lord.
servants, ministers of this day, the priests, the deacons, the clergy, all your people, my weak self, be absolved from the mouth of the All-Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, from the mouth of the one only Holy Catholic Nostalgic Church, from the mouths of the Twelve Apostles, from the mouth of the Beholder of God, the Evangelist, St. Mark, the Holy Apostle and Martyr, the Patriarch, St. Severus, our teacher, the Escort, St. Athanasius, the Apostolic, St. Peter, the Holy and Modern High Priest, St. John Chrysostom, St. Cyril, St. Basil, St. Gregory, from the mouths of the 318 assembled at Nicaea, the 150 at Constantinople, the 200 at Ephesus, from the mouth of our honor Father, the Patriarch, Pope of Otojus II, from the mouth of his partner in the Apostolic Liturgy, our Father, the Metropolitan of Asadavio, and from abject self being the least, for blessed and full of glory is your holy name, O Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and to the ages of all ages. Amen. Save the Lord, the 
servant of our Lord Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, appointed to the gospel of God, a chapter from the first epistle of our teacher, Paul, to the Corinthians, his blessings be upon us all, amen. Let a man so consider us as, as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that one be found faithful. But with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged by you or by a human court. In fact, I do not even judge myself. If I know nothing against myself, yet I am not justified by this. But he who judges me is the Lord. Therefore judge nothing before the time until the Lord comes, who will, bring both, who will both bring to light the hidden things of darkness and reveal the counsels of the hearts. And then each one's praises will come from God. Now these things, brethren, I have figuratively transferred to myself and Apollos for your sakes that you may learn in us not to think beyond what is written, that none of you may be puffed up on behalf of one, against, of one against the other. For who makes you defer from another? And what, and what do you have that you do not receive? Now if you did, not, if you did indeed receive it, why do, you glory, why do you glory as if you had not received it? You are already full, you are already rich, you have reigned as kings without us, and indeed I could wish you did reign that we also might reign with you. For I think that God has displayed us, the apostles, last as men condemned to death. For we have been made a spectacle to the world, both to angels and to men. We are fools for Christ's sake, but you are wise in Christ. 
We are weak, but you are strong. You are distinguished, but we are dishonored. Even to the present hour, we both hunger and thirst, and we are poorly clothed and beaten and homeless. And we labor, working with our hands. Being reviled, we bless. Being persecuted, we endure it. Being defamed, we entreat. We have been made as the filth of the world, the offscurring of all things until now. I did not write these things to shame you, but as my beloved children, I warn you. For though you might have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I, for, I have begotten you through the gospel. Therefore, I urge you, imitate me. The grace of God the Father be with you all, amen. For truly, Catholic epistle from the second epistle of our teacher, St. Peter. His blessing be upon us. Amen, my beloved. We also have the prophetic word made more sure, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. But there were also false prophets among the people, even as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who bought them and bring on themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their destructive ways because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed. By covetousness, they will exploit you with deceptive words. For a long time, their judgment has not been idle and their destruction does not slumber. For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment, and did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah, one of eight people, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them to destruction, making them an example to those who afterward would live ungodly, and delivered righteous Lot, who was oppressed with the filthy conduct of the wicked, for that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. And the Lord knows how to deliver the ungodly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust under punishment for the day of judgment. Do not love the world nor the things which are in the world. The world shall pass away in all its desires. He who does the will of God shall abide forever. Amen.
of our fathers, the apostles, their holy blessings be with us all. Amen. Now when they had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of the Jews. Then Paul, as his custom was, went into them, and for three Sabbaths reasoned with them for the scriptures, explaining and demonstrating that Christ had to suffer and rise again from the body, and saying, This is Jesus whom I preach to you is the Christ. And some of them were persuaded, and a great multitude of the devout Greeks, and not a few of the leading women joined Paul and Silas. But the Jews, who were not persuaded, becoming envious, took some of the evil men from the marketplace, and gathered, gathering a mob, set all the city in an uproar, and attacked the house of Jason, and sought to bring them out to the people. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some brethren to the rulers of the city, crying out, these who have turned the world upside down come here too. Jason has lit, harbored them, and these are all acting contrary to the decrees of Caesar, saying there is another king, Jesus. And they troubled the crowd and the rulers of the city when they heard these things. So when they had taken security from Jason and the rest, they let them go. Then the brethren immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. When they arrived, they went into the synagogue of the Jews. These were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. Therefore, many of them believed, and also not a few of the Greeks, prominent women as well as men. The word of the Lord shall grow, multiply, be mighty, and be confirmed in the Holy Church of God. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Today is the 16th day of the blessed month of Pu'una. May God end it first in goodness and renew it first in peace and tranquility. While our sins and iniquities are forgiven through the tender mercies of our Lord, O my fathers and my brethren, amen. Uh, on this day, actually this was yesterday, but it's for St. Mina, so we should say it today. On this day also is the, on this day is the commemoration of the appearance of the body of the honorable saint and great martyr, St. Mina, and the consecration of his church at Meriut. Now the body of the saint was hidden, and the Lord wished to reveal it. It came to pass that there was a shepherd who pastured his sheep near the place where the body of the saint was buried. One day, one of his sheep, which was sick of a skin disease, dipped, dipped itself in the water of a pond which was near that place. It then went out of the water and rolled itself in the sand of that place, and it was healed straight, 
straightway. When the, when the shepherd saw this wonder, he marveled and took the sand of that place and mixed it with the water of the pond. He smeared every, is it Manji? Mangi? Manji? Hmm? Manji? Sheep? or any that had a deformity, and they were healed immediately. The report of the shepherd became widespread in all the regions of the empire until the emperor of Constantinople heard of it. He had an only daughter who was leprous. Her father sent her there. She questioned the shepherd about how she could get rid of her illness, and he told her. She took some of that sand and mixed it with the water. She retired to her quarters and smeared her body with the mixture and slept that night in that place. She saw in a dream St. Mina and he told her, rise up early and dig in this place and you shall find my body. When she woke up from her sleep, she found herself healed. She dug in that place and she found the holy body. She sent to her father to inform him about what had happened. He rejoiced exceedingly, thanked God and praised his holy name. He sent men and money and built a church in that place which was consecrated on this day. When Arcadius and, and Honorius reigned, they ordered, they ordered a city to be built there, which was called Meriut. The masses came to this church interceding with the blessed Mary Mina. God had honored him by the miracles and wonders that were manifested from his pure body until the Muslims occupied the city and destroyed it. The biography of the saint is mentioned under the 15th day of Hatur. May his intercessions be with us all. Amen. On this day also the ascetic father, Ambenofer the Anchorite, departed at a good old age and of a, great, and of a glorious memory in the desert of Upper Egypt. The grace of God had moved Saint Bafnutius and he longed to see the servants of God, the Anchorites. He saw many of them, among them Saint Avanofer, and wrote their biographies. He said that once he went into the desert and found a well of water and a palm tree. Then he, sat, then he saw the saint coming to him naked and the hair of his head and beard covered his body. When Saint Bafnutius saw him, he was afraid and thought that he was a spirit. Saint Avanofer encouraged him, made the sign of the cross, and prayed the Lord's Prayer, then said to him, Welcome, O Pafnuti. When he called him by his name, Saint Pafnutius came down, calmed down. They prayed together, then sat and talked about the greatness and goodness of God. Saint Pafnutius asked Avanofer to tell him about his life and how he came to that place. Avanofer replied, I was in a monastery wherein lived holy and righteous monks. I heard them talking about the greatness of those anchorites who dwelled in the desert and their good virtues. I said to them, are there any who are better than you? They said to me, yes, those anchorites who dwell in the wilderness. We live near the world. If we are sorrowful or sad, we find someone to console us. If we are sick, we find someone to visit and treat us. If we are naked, we find someone to clothe us. Those who live in the wilderness lack all these things. When I heard that from them, my heart became anxious. When the night came, I took a little bread and I went out from the monastery. Then I prayed to the Lord Christ and asked him to guide me to the place where I was to live. The Lord facilitated my way and I found a holy and righteous man. I dwelt with him and he taught me all about the life and the ways of the hermits and the anchorites. After I came to this place, I found a palm tree and a well. The tree bore 12 clusters of dates each year. One cluster of dates is enough food for me for a month, and I drink water from this well. I have lived here for 60 years, during which I have never seen the face of a man except yours. While they were talking together, the angel of the Lord came down and told St. Avanofer that his departure was near. Straightway his color changed and became like fire. Then he bowed his knees and worshipped God. 
After he embraced St. Paphnutius, he delivered up his pure soul. St. Paphnutius wrapped him and buried him in his cave. St. Paphnutius wished to live in the place of, 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 of an affair. But after he had buried him, the palm tree died and fell down, and the water of the well dried up. That happened by the will of God, so St. Paphnutius would return to the world and tell us about the holy hermits that he had seen. May their prayers be with us all, and glory be to God forever. Amen. Christ our God, who said to his saintly honored disciples and holy apostles, many prophets and righteous men, have desired to see the things which you see and have not seen them, and to hear the things which you hear and have not heard them. But as for you, blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. May we be worthy to hear and to act according to your holy gospels through the prayers of your saints. Lord, 
Remember also, our Master, those who have bidden us to remember them in our supplications and prayers which we offer up unto you, O Lord, our God. Those who have already fallen asleep, repose them. Those who are sick, heal them. For you are the life of us all, the salvation of us all, the hope of us all, the healing of us all, and the resurrection of us all. Psalm of David, Alleluia. For you, God, have heard my prayers. You have given an inheritance to them that fear your name. So I will sing to your name forever. Earn ever that I may daily perform my vows. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord of hosts. Bless, O Lord, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Then one was brought to him who was demon-possessed, blind and mute, and he healed him, so that the blind and mute man both spoke and saw. And all the multitudes were amazed and said, Could this be the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself will not stand. And if Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or else how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man, and then he will plunder his house? He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters abroad. Therefore I say to you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven men. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven him, either in this age or in the age to come. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad, for a tree is known by its fruit. Brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give an account of it on the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, 
and by your words you will be condemned. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, I mean, today is the third Sunday of the Blessed Month of Baona, and as we mentioned last week, during the kneeling prayers, we have now entered back into the annual cycle of the Church's uh, readings, and so we find ourselves on this day, um, of course, during these holy blessed days of the Fast of the Apostles, um, back into the regular annual cycle, and uh, today is the third Sunday of the Coptic Month of Baona. And the gospel this morning is about the healing of a demon-possessed man, um, and perhaps the scene of, of uh, one who is demon-possessed is one of the most dramatic scenes that we see in the gospels. And um, of course, even today, if one were to witness such a scene, which may, many maybe uh, of you have seen either uh, in person in Egypt and other places and, and, uh, or even now sometimes on video, some of these things are captured. We also get a glimpse of how uh, traumatizing, dramatic those scenes are. To see uh, evil personified and dwelling bodily uh, in a person. Um, but actually the, uh, the fear that we might encounter by um, seeing uh, somebody who's demon-possessed, is, is actually one of the perhaps cunning tricks of the devil uh, to distract us from the way that he actually harms us most. In other words, the, the possession of a body or even the appearance of a demon uh, through some sort of scary manifestation is actually something very simple in the spiritual life in the spiritual world compared to what the devil does secretly, cunningly, and subtly. And we see that even in the gospel this morning that the first line of the gospel was, then one was brought to him who was demon-possessed, blind and mute, and he healed him. End of story, right? Somebody who's demon-possessed, blind and mute, they brought it to the Lord, he healed him. It was very simple. It was a very simple miracle for him. Um, but the rest of the gospel deals with the hardness of the hearts of the Pharisees, the blindness of their souls, the bad fruit of their life, which is all the work of Satan. So Jesus is clearly telling us what the priority is. The priority here is not the healing of a man possessed physically by a demon, but the spiritual, perhaps we could say, the spiritual possession um, which takes place over time and which uh, takes place, I guess, and again, in a very subtle way. So, the, the dealing of, uh, of, of uh, a physical manifestation of, of Satan is not something we should be afraid of. Satan is a creature. He is uh, a strong creature, and Jesus in the Gospel says, or else how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man? Who is the strong man here? Satan, and who binds him and plunders his house? Jesus. So he is a strong creature. He's a willful, willful creature. He's an intelligent creature. But he's a creature. He's not the creator. He's not some sort of equal to the Lord Jesus Christ. He's not some sort of equal to 
good. Uh, there's an infinite difference and, and, and gap between God and uh, even Satan in terms of power and authority and, and might. There's a, a story that I, I heard last, uh, last month. Uh, perhaps some of you know of one of the monastic fathers um, who was living for many years in the East Coast. His name is Father Shunud al-Ambabshoy. Father Shunud al-Ambabshoy passed away in May, just this past month. And he has a, a long, rich history in our church. He was uh, known uh, as a, as a layperson. He, with uh, St. Pope Carolus, he prayed with him, and then he was like a personal deacon to His Holiness, the late Pope Shenouda III. And then he served in the U.S. for a number of years until his blessed repose last month. And uh, we all knew that he was a, a holy monk, but we didn't know much about him. Uh, and of course, as is, as is usual in our church, that when somebody reposes, then many of the stories become known from those who are close to the person. So one of the... Uh, the, lay, the layman who used to be very close to Abu Nashnuda and, and prayed with him weekly uh, told the following story at his uh, funeral. He said, um, for, for those who, who may know about Abu Nashnuda, he suffered for many years of injustice. And unfortunately, much of that injustice was from within the church, from the church, which happens. It happened to the great Saint Pope Corlus, as we mentioned many times before, and it happened to many others. And for many, many years he was ostracized, he was uh, a victim of this injustice within the church. But God never abandons those who trust in him and who bear their afflictions with patience. So one day, the story is that one day, um, he was heavily feeling the weight of, these, of this trial of injustice, which is a very difficult trial to carry for years. And he went to his residence to take a nap. And before he entered into his room, he, there was a picture of, of St. Pope Carolus. And he went to the picture and he knocked on the picture. And he said to him, are you so uh, busy and enjoying your time in heaven with those in heaven that you have forgotten your children on earth? He spoke from his heart as a, as a son to his father. And he went into his room and he laid down on his bed and before he even closed his eyes, the door opened and in came the great saint, Pope Carolus VI. And he said to him, no, my beloved Habib Abouk, I did not forget my children on earth because I'm in heaven. And he said to him, you don't understand how these trials are for your good. How else will you enter and receive a great place in heaven unless you bear these trials? Come with me. So he took him by the hand and the, the ceiling in the heavens opened. It was not a dream, he was awake. And he found himself being taken into the sky. And then he found somebody pulling on his, uh, his legs. And it was Satan who was trying to pull him back down. And he, he got uh, afraid, and Pope Rose just smiled at him uh, as if this is like a fly. What are you afraid of? So with his stick, he just went like this to the devil, like, like you know, and the devil fell. 
And he went and he was consoled by what he saw in heaven. He didn't say exactly what, uh, what he saw, but probably he saw what, waits, what awaits those who, who suffer and bear their trials patiently. And then he found himself being brought back and he fell on the bed, like he felt the, the feeling of falling on the bed and hitting the bed. The point, of course, it's a beautiful story and there are many things in the story that are worthy of, of reflection, but what caught my attention as I was thinking about the gospel is just with how, how much ease and simplicity, not, not even the Lord himself, but one of the saints, one of the human beings himself, treated Satan like a, like a bug, just tapped him in, and, and, and he fell. That's how weak he is. He is, you know, all bark, right, and no bite. Um, Another story, which uh, is also uh, tells us about how the devil tries to frighten us, was told by Abu Namath al-Miskin, Father Matthew the Poor. And he talks about how um, at the beginning of his monastic life as a hermit, he said, there are, there are things that are just not worth suffering anxiety over. And then he went on to tell this personal story. He said, I was once living in a desolate cave in the mountains where the devil would periodically come to me with frightening intimations saying, for example, the wolves will be coming to you hungry today and they will gnaw at your flesh. So the devil would come and tell him, you know, oh, you're here by yourself? Well, guess who's coming to eat your flesh tonight? The wolves will be coming. You know, to try to scare him from, and to leave his cave. And that night, I would hear the wolves howling very near my cave. My nerves would twitch as the wolves came closer and closer, and finally they laid down at the door of the cave. They would come in a pack of two or three, that is, with the direct purpose of attacking me. The trial occurred on the very first night of my time in the mountains. Now look at the, the, the trust and the hope that he has. He says, I prayed, what is this, Lord? Isn't the God of these wolves the same God as yourself? Can these wolves inside come inside without you allowing them to do so? So I went and fetched a cup of water and prayed over it. Then I went to the door, kicked it open, and sprayed the water on the wolves. They immediately fled. I was overjoyed. I closed the door and went to sleep. They didn't appear the following night. Afterwards, they developed the habit of coming to my door every night and scratching and knocking at it, but the danger was past. He just prayed on some water, and the tricks of the devil were vanished. A third story, uh, actually that I just heard last night, but I had heard it before, but I was listening to uh, Abu Nabshoyla and Tuni, who, who came and blessed us here a couple of times from the Monastery of St. Anthony and who does the CYC channel. I'm sure you know who he is. He told the story of, uh, this is something that happened with him personally. He went to visit uh, a lady in Canada, not an Egyptian lady, but somebody that was a professor in, in, the, in his master's program that he was doing at the time. And the lady said to him, Father, I want to show you something very interesting in my house. So she brought a chair and she put her son on it. And the chair went from one side of the room to the other. So she said, isn't that amazing? So he said, yeah, what do you think it is? She said, I think it's some magnetic force. There's clearly some magnetic force that's making the chair move from one side to the other. So he said, possibly, but it's, the floor is all wood, the chair is wood. 
Well, she said, well, if there is even like a strong piece of metal somewhere on the chair and under maybe the flooring, it's enough maybe to... Uh... He said, possibly. So she looked at him because, of course, he was not convinced. She said, well, what do you think it is? He said, you have an evil spirit in your house. She said, come on, Father, you still believe in these superstitious things? He said, yeah, I've seen these things before. And she said, well, can you prove it? He said, can you bring me a glass of water? She brought him a glass of water. He prayed on the water. He sprayed the water on the floor where the chair was. And he said, okay, try it. She tried with her son, without her son, with 10 different ways, and the chair didn't move. You know what her response was, which is unfortunately the very unfortunate response, but a bit humorous. She got upset with him. She said, uh, you ruined uh, the, this, this trick. You know, you ruined, you ruined this, this joy that we had. Bring it, she said, if it was an evil spirit, bring him back. So he said, I don't have the power to bring him back, nor would I ever do such a thing. But he's listening to you right now. And so not only will he come back by your invitation, but he will bring many more friends with him. And not only your chair will move, but many things in your house will move. But again, the point is, it's a very beautiful story in many ways, but the point is, is with what ease Satan is, especially with these kinds of um, frightening, the point is, is that that is not what we should be afraid of. That's not what we should be afraid of. What we really need to be afraid of is what is subtly the tricks of the devil. There's a book uh, that was written by a, a priest, and that he titled the book, the devil you don't know. See, the devil that is, was in the cave or um, pulling on the foot of Abu Nishnuda or moving the chair, this is the devil that we know. But he says there's a devil that you don't know. And this is um, how the devil subtly tries to subvert our goal in life, to be united with God and to find our way to heaven to ruin that friendship that we have with God. This is his subtle work, which requires great spiritual discernment to, 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 to see it, to recognize it, and to struggle against it. So he says, and I'll just say them very briefly, we won't go into detail, but he says, the devil uses four primary tools or means. He says, deception, division, diversion, and discouragement. Deception, division, diversion, and discouragement. And these all work in a very subtle way in our life. So he says, for example, deception. Jesus was very clear, the devil is a liar and the father of all lies. But the devil deceives us not only with clearly uh, manifesting himself as kind of the antithesis of, of the truth of Christ, but he does it in, in, in a subtle way. He, 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 he makes these empty promises to us. He lures us to certain pleasures, to certain desires, to certain things to focus on that he says will be for our happiness. He, he's a liar in that he promises us things that will give us pleasure, give us happiness, but they only bring uh, destruction to the soul. He, he's a liar in that he subtly blurs the lines of distinction between what is true and what is false, what is right and what is wrong. He, he loves the middle ground. 
He loves to say, well, well, maybe it's not so. Maybe it's somewhere in the middle. Um, he loves to um, deceive us by allowing us to uh, be flooded with all kinds of information, even spiritual information. So he will, he will encourage us to read about prayer as long as he prevents us from praying. Right? He'll, he'll encourage us to uh, read about the spiritual life and think that by reading about it or by studying it or by teaching it, somehow we're, we're, we're doing something. But he will subtly uh, distract us and prevent us from, from doing it. And he loves to throw in complexities. God is simple, and the, and the saints teach us that the spiritual life is a simple path, but the devil loves to complicate things. He throws in all kinds of what ifs and buts. What ifs and buts? Well, what if? Well, but. So he loves the gray. He loves to substitute words and concepts. So words like fornication and murder and sin, he substitutes with things like freedom and choice and tolerance and so on. This is how he lies subtly. Satan is a divider. Jesus, again, in the gospel today, talked about the divided house. And this is one of Satan's greatest tools, is to divide and conquer. He is the master of dividing me with others and dividing me within myself. He loves to destroy relationships, to sow seeds of discord in relationships, whether it be in marriages, between parents and their children, between families, between churches, between clergy, between uh, school, whatever. Whatever community exists where, where, where God desires unity, Satan is always sowing seeds of discord to create disunity. Even within myself, he confuses me about my identity. He constantly reminds me of my sins and my weaknesses and causes me to forget my sonship, my my. Uh, inheritance as a child of God. So even St. Paul, he talked about the struggle and he says, I do not understand my own actions for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. I, I can will what is right, but I cannot do it. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do, the evil I do not want is what I do. Right? I think it's a, it's a struggle that we all, that we all feel. Um, diversion. Again, what is our goal in life? To be united with God and to be with him in his everlasting kingdom, to find our way to heaven. And the devil will do everything possible to divert us from that path. Right? In the liturgy we say what at the very end? Lead us throughout the way into your kingdom. With whatever direction and paths life takes us, lead us throughout the way into your kingdom. And the devil wants us to take a detour. And, and so he, he causes us to be absorbed in the things of the world, to be so busy, right? Where this is probably one of the greatest sins of our generation is busyness, we're all busy. And so because we're so busy, we have no time for our families, we have no time for prayer, we have no time for quiet time, we have no time for liturgy, we have no time for praise and worship, we have no time 
because we are just so busy. And so it's a diversion. Um, even our anxieties and fears are, are, are diversions. Satan is very good at putting in front of us, oh, this is what you should be afraid of. Your 401k is, took a big dip today. This is what you should be afraid of. You have high cholesterol. This is what you should be afraid of, right? Your child got a, a B plus and not an A minus. Um, this is what you should be afraid of. This is what you should be so anxious about. This is what all of your emotions and energy should be poured into so that he doesn't lead us throughout the way into his kingdom, right? So even if you think about what, are, what is it that you're anxious and, and fearful about, it probably has nothing to do with the kingdom of God in heaven. It has to do with everything that belongs on this earth, right? So one spiritual father, he says, fear has a way of blinding us. Fear rivets our attention on that thing we fear to the exclusion of everything else around us. The one thing is all we can think about. That one thing that we're afraid of is all that we can think about, all we can see. Fear narrows our worldview and our vision becomes myopic, nearsighted to the point of exclusion. So fear causes me to be very focused on the thing that I'm afraid of and to lose the perspective of the big picture. So, and the fourth one we said was discouragement. Discouragement. Jesus, our Lord, in the Gospel of St. Luke said, by your patience, by your patient endurance, possess your souls. And this patience is not just an, a, a patient endurance with others, but is primarily a patient endurance with myself. The person that I'm often the most impatient with is myself. I want to be a saint today. I want to have rid myself of this weakness today. I want to be able to achieve this virtue today. I want to be able to accomplish such and such today. And when I can't, when I see how poor I really am, when I see how miserable I really am, then I become extremely discouraged and I, I lose my, my, my hope and, my, and, and the mercy of God escapes me. So this patience with others, but primarily with myself, is what the devil uses to discourage me and to give up. And so he introduces fatigue in the spiritual life. How many of us were just exhausted? Lord, I can't anymore. I'm tired. I'm tired of trying to pray and trying to fast, and I don't feel like I'm, I'm achieving anything. And the devil says, yes, fatigue. Fatigue will be his demise. And so all of these setbacks and obstacles and these frustrations are all meant, again, to discourage us. So these are the things that Satan uses that we should be afraid of not his physical appearance or his harassment, right? Exorcism delivers or drives out a demon from a body. The possessed person is possessed in his body. The demon does not take possession of the soul of the person. He only takes possession of the body. So we shouldn't be afraid of what he can do with our bodies, but repentance, Repentance, remission of sins, confession, these drive out all of the demons from the soul. Right? And so one time I attended a conference on um, exorcism. And the priest, who was this expert in exorcism, during the day he said the most powerful weapon, greater than the prayers of exorcism themselves, is the sacrament of confession. The devil hates that more than anything. 
with a genuine repentance and the vulnerability that comes from admitting our sins to another person and receiving the absolution is the most powerful weapon that, that safeguards us, of course, along with the Eucharist and, and all of the other spiritual tools that we have, um, from the devil having any sort of influence on the soul. So I'll end with just two other kind of an anecdotes of, uh, of what we're talking about today. Um, what is the greatest commandment the Lord said? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, right? And your neighbor as yourself. So there are two stories from real exorcisms uh, that I found interesting about how the devil um, sees these two commandments. The first one is, um, th so this priest who was, uh, had done a number of exorcisms um, says in his experience that you, you usually don't want to engage a demon in conversation. That when you're doing an exorcism, sometimes at most you, you find the demon's name because when you have the demon's name, you have a certain authority over, over the demon. And you ask some questions like, how did you enter? Things like that. But you don't have a conversation with you. Occasionally, the demons are excellent sources of information, though, about the spiritual world. So in this one occasion, um, this priest was performing an exorcism of a, he says, a very handsome young man who was possessed by what he says, a great beast of a demon. And the demon trying to discourage the exorcist, trying to basically say, look, this guy belongs to me. He says, you're wasting your time. And he started to list off, the demon started to list off uh, all of the sins in detail of this person who was possessed. Of course, the person possessed, he's not aware right now because he's, his body has been taken over. So he starts to list these uh, sins. So he finished the prayers and he took the, the young man and he told him, look, you need to confess. And he sat with him, he says, Father, I don't, uh, I don't, I can't think of any sins that I have to confess. Right? Which is the worst thing that, you know, it's not the sins that you bring that, that, uh, that uh, cause uh, any sort of heartache for the priests. It's when somebody comes and says, oh, Abuna, I, I don't really have any sins. Oops, that's what hurts. Because then we know that there's something uh, lacking in terms of, of uh, self-knowledge. So he, he said, I don't, I, can't, I don't have any sins to confess. So then the priest started to say, well, did you do this, 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 this? And the man's face became red and he was uh, so confused. And so he admitted, of course, that he had committed all these sins and he received the absolution and the young man was confused and he left saying, I don't understand anything anymore. These priests know everything. And he thought it was the priest who knew, but it was the demon. But the point is, is that the demon tried to lay, lay claim of this person because of all of these sins that were hidden inside of him. He said, look, he, he, he belongs to us, right? Love the Lord your God. The second one is love your neighbor as yourself. Again, the same priest once was performing an exorcism on a 13-year-old girl. And so, um, one of the ways that you determine if somebody is actually demon-possessed is the demons usually possess a knowledge that is impossible for the person to have. So, for example, if it's a, a child, they would possess, they would speak of a, with a knowledge that it's impossible for a child to, or they would speak in languages that the person doesn't know. Or the priest would speak in a language, let's say, would speak in, let's say, Coptic, 
and this person is, only speaks uh, French, and the demon would, would, would understand and respond to what the priest said. So they would be, the demon would be aware of the languages. So, so in this case, he wanted to know if this person, you know, how to test it. So he said to the demon, two enemies, he gave him like a, 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 like a parable, if you will. Or, he said, two enemies who hated each other all their lives, hated each other to death, and both ended up in hell. What is the relationship that they will share now since they will be with each other for all eternity? Right? So two people who hated each other in life and they both ended up in hell. What is the relationship they will have in hell? And the demon responded, uh, and forgive the language here, but the demon responded, how stupid you are. Down there everyone lives folded within himself and torn apart by his regrets. There is no relationship with anyone. Everyone finds himself in the most profound solitude and desperately weeps for the evil that he has committed. It is like a cemetery. Not words that you would expect a 13-year-old to say. So it's very revealing. What is the condition of hell, according to what the demon has said here? It's this total solitude, this total isolation, no relationship, just pure self-absorption, right? And that's hell on earth. When we don't love one another, when we don't forgive one another, when we don't accept and tolerate one another, we, we live that hell on earth and we prepare ourselves for that kind of eternity. We, we fold ourselves in on ourselves, as he says. So love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. And remember that the, again, the, what are the four Ds? The first one is deception. The second one is division. The third one is diversion, and the fourth one is discouragement. And glory be to God forever. Amen. Lord, have mercy truly. We believe in one God, God the Father, the Pontiff, the Lord, 
creator of heaven and earth and all things seen and unseen, we believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten from the Father, before all ages, light of life, true God and true God, the God not created, and blessed is with the Father, by whom all things are made, who Christ meant for our salvation, came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit, of the Virgin Mary, and became man. And he was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate, suffered and was buried. On the third day he rose from the dead, according to the Scriptures. Ascend to the heavens, he sits at the right hand of his Father. He is coming again, his glory, judge the living and the dead. His kingdom shall have no end. Yes, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, with the Father and the Son, who is glorified, who spoke by the prophets, and one holy Catholic apostolic church, we confess the pastor for the mission of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the age to come. Amen. I have sinned, forgive me and remember me in your prayers. Let us pray. For prayer, peace be with all. Oh God, the great, the eternal, who formed man in incorruption and death, which entered into the world through the envy of the devil. You have destroyed by the life-giving manifestation of your only begotten Son, our Lord, God, and Savior, Jesus Christ. You have filled the earth with a heavenly peace by which the hosts of angels glorify you, saying, Glory to God in the peace on earth and goodwill toward men. Pray for the perfect peace, love, and the holy apostolic greetings. Lord, According to your goodwill, O God, fill our hearts with your peace. Cleanse us from all blemish, all guile, all hypocrisy, all craftiness, and the remembrance of vice-bearing death. And make us all worthy, O our Master, to greet one another with a holy kiss, that without casting us into condemnation, we may partake of your immortal and heavenly gift. In Christ Jesus, our Lord. Stand with trembling, look towards the east, let us attend to the interceding. 
sessions of the Theotokos, Mary, O Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins. We worship you, O Christ, with your good Father and the Holy Spirit, for you have risen and saved us. Before the ages and reigning forever, who dwells in the highest and looks upon the lowly, who has created the heaven near the sea, and all that is there, in the Father of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, by whom you have created all things, visible and invisible who is seated upon the throne of his glory, and who is worshipped by all the holy powers. You who are seated, stand before who? principalities, the authorities, the thrones, the dominions, and the powers. Look towards the east. You are he around whom stand the cherubim full of eyes and the seraphim with six wings praising continuously without ceasing saying let us attend worship you and the 
formed us, created us, and placed us in the paradise of joy. When we disobeyed your commandment by the deceit of the serpent, we fell from eternal life and were exiled from the paradise of joy. You have not abandoned us to the end, but have always visited us through your holy prophets. And in the last days you manifested yourself to us, who were sitting in darkness and the shadow of death. Through your only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, who of the Holy Spirit and of the Holy Virgin, Saint Mary. Was incarnate and became man and taught us the ways of salvation. He granted us the birth from on high through water and spirit. He made us unto himself an assembled people and sanctified us by your Holy Spirit. He loved his own who were in the world and as a ransom on our behalf gave himself up unto death which reigned over us whereby we were bound and sold on account of our sins. He descended into Hades through the cross. ascended into the heavens and said at your right hand, O Father, he has appointed a day for recompense on which he will appear to judge the world in righteousness and give each one according to his deeds. Instituted for us this great mystery of godliness. For being determined to give himself up to death for the life of the world. Yeah. 
took bread into his holy hands, which are without spot or blemish, blessed and life-giving. Towards heaven to you, God, who are his Father and Master of everyone. And when he had given thanks, he blessed him. He sanctified him. to his own saintly disciples and holy apostles, saying, Take, eat of it, all of you, for this is my body, which is broken for you and for many, to be given for the remission of sins. This do in remembrance of me. Likewise also the cup after supper he mixed it with wine and water and when he had given thanks he blessed him he sanctified to his own saintly disciples and holy apostles, saying, Take, drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many to be given for the remission of sins. This do in remembrance of me.
every time you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you proclaim my death, confess my resurrection, and remember me till I come. So commemorate his holy passion, his resurrection from the dead, his ascension into the heavens, is sitting at your right hand, O Father, and his second coming from the heavens, awesome and full of glory. We offer unto you your gifts from what is yours, for everything concerning everything and in everything. Worship God in fear and trembling. His holy body. And this cup also, the precious blood of his new covenant. Given for the remission of sins and eternal life to those who partake of him. all worthy our master to partake of your holies unto the purification of our souls bodies and spirits 
that we may become one body and one spirit and may have a share and inheritance with all the saints who have pleased you since the beginning. Remember, O Lord, the peace of your one only holy Catholic and apostolic church. This which you have acquired to yourself with the precious blood of your Christ, keep her in peace with all the Orthodox bishops who are in her. Foremost, remember, O Lord, our blessed and honored Father, the Archbishop, our Patriarch, Pope of Atuadros II, and his spiritual brethren, the Patriarch of Antioch, Marek Natchezef, from the Second, and the Patriarch of Richard, Bon Antonius, and his partner in the Apostolic Liturgy, our Father, the Metropolitan of Serapion. And those who rightly handle the word of truth with them, grant them unto your holy church, who shepherd your flock in peace. Remember, O Lord, the Orthodox Hegumens, priests, and deacons. And all the servants and all who are in virginity and the purity of all your faithful people, remember, O Lord, to have mercy upon us all. the salvation of this your holy place in every place in every monastery of our Orthodox Fathers. Lord, have mercy. And those who dwell therein in God's faith. Gracious thee, O Lord, O Lord, to bless the air of heaven, the fruits of the earth, the waters of the rivers, the seas, the herbs, and the plants of the field this year. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Raise them to their measure according to your grace. Give joy to the face of the earth. May its furrows be abundantly watered and its fruits be plentiful. Prepare it for sowing and harvesting. Manage our life as deemed fit. Bless the crown of the year with your goodness for the sake of the poor of your people, the widow, the orphan, the traveler, the stranger, and for the sake of all of us who entreat you and seek your holy name. For the eyes of everyone wait upon you, for you give them their food in due season. Deal with us according to your goodness, O you who give food to all flesh. Fill our hearts with joy and gladness that we to having sufficiency in everything always may abound in every good deed. Remember, O Lord, those 
those who have brought to you these gifts, those on whose behalf they have been brought, and those by whom they have been brought, give them all the heavenly reward. Pray for these holy precious gifts, our sacrifices, and those who bring them. Lord, As this, O Lord, is the command of your only begotten Son that we share in the commemoration of your saints. Graciously accord, O Lord, to remember all the saints who have pleased you since the beginning. Our holy fathers, the patriarchs, the prophets, the apostles, the preachers, the evangelists, the martyrs, the confessors, and all the spirits of the righteous perfected in the faith. Most of all, the pure, full of glory, ever-virgin, holy Theotokos, God the Logos. And Saint John the Forerunner, Baptist and Martyr, Saint Stephen the Archdeacon and Proto Martyr, the Beholder of God, the Evangelist, Mark the Holy Apostle and Martyr. The Patriarch, St. Severus, our teacher, Dioscorus, St. Athanasius, the Apostolic, St. Peter, the Holy Martyr and High Priest, St. John Chrysostom, St. Theodosius, St. Theophilus, St. Demetrius, St. Cyril, St. Basil, St. Gregory, the Theologian, St. Gregory, the Wonder Worker, St. Gregory, the Armenian, the 318 assembled at Nicaea, the 150 at Constantinople, and the 200 at Ephesus. Our righteous Father, the great of Antony, the righteous of Paul, the three saints of Macari, and all their children, the cross-bearers. Our Father, of John the Hegelman, our righteous Father, of Abishoi, the perfect man, the beloved of our good Savior. Our Father, of Paul of Tamun, Ezekiel, his disciple, my Lord, the Roman Father, Saints Maximus and Domitius, the forty-nine martyrs, the elders of Shahid, the strong Saint of Moses, John Kemi, the priest. Our Father, of Daniel, the Hegelman, our Father, of Isidore, the priest, our our father of Abacham of the Kinonian Theodore's disciple, our father of Ashenuti the Archimandrite, the Archimandrite and of Isaiah's disciple, our father of Abram the Bishop of Theum and the great saint of Kirin Los the Sings. 
and all the choir of your saints, through whose prayers and supplications, have mercy on us all, and save us for the sake of your holy name, which is called upon who have fallen asleep, O Lord, repose their souls, and forgive us our sins. In their holy blessings, be with us, amen. Glory to you. Keep us in your faith and grant us your peace unto the Hey, hey, hey. 
throughout the way into your kingdom that as in this so also in all things your great and holy name may be glorified blessed and exalted in everything honored and blessed with jesus christ your beloved son and the holy spirit peace be with Give thanks to God, the Pantocrator, the Father of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ. For he also has made us worthy now to stand in this holy place, to lift up our hands and to serve his holy name. Let us also ask him to make us worthy of the communion and partaking of his divine and immortal mystery. Precious blood of his Christ the Pantocrator, the Lord our God. Amen, amen. Let us pray. Peace be with all. And with your spirit. You are the Logos of the Father, God before the ages, the great high priest who was incarnate and was made man for the salvation of mankind. Out of all the nations he called to himself a chosen race, a kingdom, a priesthood, a holy nation, and a justified people. Having sent the Holy Spirit upon the apostles on the day of Pentecost, he came upon each one of them like divided tongues of fire and filled them with all knowledge, all understanding, and all spiritual wisdom according to your 
faithful promise. And they spoke in every language, and they proclaimed your holy name to all the nations. As for Peter and Paul, the apostles, the shadow of the one was healing the sick, whereas the handkerchiefs and aprons of the other were causing diseases to leave and evil spirits to come out. And after they preached the gospel of the kingdom and taught the nations, they shed their blood for your name's sake and received the crown of apostleship and of martyrdom. his holy disciples and honored apostles the descent of the spirit the paraclete upon them and gave them authority to work healing signs and wonders they proclaimed to us the glad tidings of his holy name and restored us to the true faith of the holy trinity we praise you we bless you, we glorify you, and we give thanks to you on account of these great gifts. And we ask your Master to also grant us the forgiveness of our sins and to purify our hearts, our souls, our bodies, and our spirits so that with a pure heart we may dare with boldness without fear to cry out to your Holy Father who is in the heavens and say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us on to temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, for thine is the King, the power and glory forever. In Christ Jesus, Fear of God be 
I believe, O Lord, and I confess that you are truly the Christ, the Son of the living God, who came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Moreover, I believe this is truly your own pure body, and this is truly your own precious blood. Wherefore, I pray you, have mercy on me and forgive my transgressions, voluntary and involuntary, in word and in deed, in knowledge and ignorance, and make me worthy to partake without condemnation of your immaculate mysteries, unto remission of my sins, unto life everlasting. Of your mystical supper, Son of God, receive me today as a communicant. For I will not reveal your mystery to your enemies, nor will I give you a kiss as a Judas. But like the thief, do I confess you. Remember me, O Lord, in your kingdom. May the communion of your holy mysteries be unto me, not for judging nor condemnation, O Lord, but for the healing of soul and body. Amen. Remember, O Lord, our assemblies. Bless them. Saved, amen, and with your spirit in the fear of God, let us attend. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, Blessed be the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The sanctification is by the Holy Spirit. Amen. One is the Holy Father, one is the Holy Son, one is the Holy Spirit. be with all the holy body and the precious true blood of Jesus Christ the son of our God amen, amen. the holy precious body and the true blood of Jesus Christ the son of our God amen, amen. The body and the blood of Emmanuel, our God, this is true. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I believe, I believe, I believe and confess to the last breath that this is a life-giving flesh that your only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, took from our Lady, the Lady of us all, the Holy Theotokos, Saint Mary. He made it one with his divinity without mingling, without confusion, and without alteration. He confessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate. He gave it up for us upon the holy wood of the cross of his own will for us all. Truly, I believe that his divinity parted not from his humanity for a single moment nor a twinkling of an eye given for us for salvation, remission of sins, and eternal life to those who partake of him. I believe, I believe, I believe that this is true. Amen, amen. I believe, I believe. Ah, ah, ah. 
I believe that this is so in truth, amen. Pray for us and for all Christians who said to us concerning them, remember us in the house of the Lord. The peace and love of Jesus Christ be with you. Sing alleluia. Pray for the worthy partaker of the Beckley Heavenly and Holy Mystery. Ease. Lord have mercy. Glory to you, oh Lord. Glory to Oh 
the kingdom of God was great. Jesus Christ, our God and King, was walking along And his righteous deeds. Jesus found Peter's brother and drew our Lord. He had great love. The two brothers, Simon, Peter, and Jesus called them and said, I will make of you fishers of men to go and catch the nations with the Lord's divine To God he called on them, and they answered. They swerved and followed his path. He gave them the keys to the kingdom. They were chosen to be in the faith. God gave them powers and authority. So they became strong and courageous through Christ our God the Almighty. Some people called Jesus Elijah. Some thought he was John or Jeremiah. Others thought he was one of the prophets. But Peter testified that he was the Messiah. Son of the living God, creator of all seen and unseen, light of light, true God of true God, creator of all living. saying, Blessed are you, for you do not speak by your abilities, 
But my Father in heaven has granted you to speak of these hidden mysteries. God provided we with the light of the faith of neither flesh nor blood did this face bring. You are Peter, and on this rock of faith I build my church, a house of blessing. You, my disciples, will minister to my flock, and all shall listen to the word and obey. You will bind and loose on earth and in heaven, and I will give you comfort and strength every day. Your honor surpasses all description. Your words will reach and of the world. I gave you high distinction. Those who despise you will be expelled. Now that you have become my own, you will watch over my sheep tirelessly. Disciples whom I count upon, you will be rewarded in heaven. Peter completed his struggle for the Lord, fighting as a soldier in God's army. He was put to death on the cross by Nero, the enemy of the Lord Almighty. Peter asked the Lord and was granted. He gave him a share in the the crown of martyrdom. He is worthy of all praise and blessings. Another soldier fought in the army of Jesus, a great preacher and keeper of the law. He was no Saul of Tarsus, who previously opposed the way of the Lord. He followed the teachings of the fathers. He learned the Torah and prophets with passion. 
more zealous in the law than any other. His love for Jehovah was his foundation. Gamaliel, the teacher of the Jewish law, taught all the strictness of traditions. He persecuted Jesus' words with zeal. To prisons he bound them, both great and small. O Master Christ, our God, King of the ages and maker of all things, I thank you for all the good things which you have bestowed upon me for this partaking of your immaculate and life-giving mysteries. Wherefore, I pray you, who are good and lover of mankind, keep me under your protection in the shadow of your wings, and grant unto me with a pure conscience, and even unto my last breath, to partake of your holy things, and unto forgiveness of sins, and unto life everlasting. For you are the bread of life, the fountain of holiness, the giver of good things, and unto you we ascribe glory, together with the Father and the Holy Spirit, our mouth is filled with gladness and our tongue with rejoicing from our partaking of your immortal mysteries, O Lord. For that which an eye has not seen or ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which you, O God, have prepared for those who love your holy name. You have revealed to the little children of your holy church, church, yea, O Father, this is a pleasure before you, for you are merciful. We send up unto you the glory and honor, O Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now at all times and unto the ages of all ages. I mean, your servants, O Lord, who are serving you, entreating you, your holy name, and bowing down their heads to you, dwell in them. O Lord, walk among them and aid them in every good deed. Awaken their heart from every vile earthly thought and grant them to live and think of that which pertains to the living and to understand the things that are yours through your only begotten Son, our Lord, God, and Savior, Jesus Christ, to whom we and all your people cry out, saying, Merciful. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amin. Blessed be God the Father, the Pantocrator, Amin. Blessed be the Holy Spirit, the Paraclete, Amin. O angel of this sacrifice, ascending to the heights with these hymns, remember us before the Lord, that he may grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Let us praise the angels, saying, Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, and good will toward men. Amen, Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. We proclaim and say, O our Lord Jesus Christ, bless the air of heaven, bless the waters of the rivers, bless the seeds and the plants. May your mercy and your peace be our fortress to your people. Save us and have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, bless us. Amen. I offer my repentance. Bless me. Forgive me and say the blessing.
trespass against us, and lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Now the love of God the Father, the grace of his only begotten Son, our Lord, God, and Savior, Jesus Christ, the communion gift of the Holy Spirit, be with you all those who are departing and go in peace. The peace of the Lord be with you. If you don't mind having a seat for a couple of minutes for some announcements, um, I just want to emphasize something about the schedule, and then Mary will do the other announcements. The next, the next two weeks, uh, there will be no uh, weekday liturgies uh, here at St. Paul. Next, this coming week, the, all of the clergy of the diocese will be uh, on a retreat um, through Wednesday, so we won't have our regular Wednesday liturgy here at St. Paul this week. The following week is the week of VBS, and as you know, in the week of VBS, we, uh, we use the church for the, for, the, um, for the program, and so we won't have the ability to take it down and, and, and put it back up again for the liturgy, so we usually um, cancel the liturgy that week. So the next two weeks, there's no weekday liturgies at St. Paul. The following week will be Wednesday and Friday for the Feast of the Apostles, which will be uh, on the, you can check it on the calendar for the times. It'll be posted soon. Thank you. Thank you, Abuna. Um, okay, so in addition to that, uh, there's no men's meeting tomorrow night, also because of the clergy meeting. Um, so don't come here, men. Um, uh, on Friday, this coming Friday, we're doing a women's night because uh, it's been, you know, about 10 minutes since we had the last one. So we need, uh, so every woman who's interested, uh, we're doing a paint night, one of these paint and wine nights. Um, so we have a sign-up sheet here. Uh, we're going to put it, post it in the fellowship hall, and please see Christina Collada about it. Um, you can call directly. Uh, it's called Pino's Palette um, in Tustin. It's here in the marketplace. Call directly. Reserve a spot. There are 40 available, so the first 40 to reserve and pay can come. If you reserve and don't pay, you're not going to come. So um, it's $35 per painter, and the deadline is June 26th. That's Wednesday to sign up for this Friday. Okay? So women, we want to paint and drink. Uh, you can pay directly to them. So you can reserve with them. Um, we have the spots held, but you call them to, to pay, okay? Uh, so sign up in the fellowship hall. Um, again, VBS is not this coming week, but the week after. So everyone who's volunteering um, needs to stay next Sunday afterwards to um, help set up um, for VBS. And, and then, of course, VBS is happening. There's no liturgy, as Abuna said. And then the rest of the liturgy schedule uh, is up there. The uh, family retreat is happening Labor Day weekend. It's the Saturday of Labor Day weekend through Monday, through Labor Day. Uh, I think it's August 31st or something through September 2nd. Uh, Sign-ups will be up for that as soon as someone gets her act together. Um, so that'll be hopefully soon. Uh, but plan on that Labor Day weekend. Uh, we're going to open up registration soon. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, the, sorry. Uh, Christ the Good Shepherd service on Saturday. I think we have everything covered. Julie? Yeah. 
So uh, God bless all of you who are going to the service. If you still want to come, it's just one of the best things to do during the Apostles Fast in particular. This is something that we're called to do, service. So if you're able to go, it's next Saturday from about 10 to about 145 um, in Long Beach. Okay, so if you're interested at all, see Julie Ressim, who's going to raise her hand there, except she's chatting right now. Julie. Okay, see Julie Ressim if you're interested. Uh, also, just a reminder, in the last newsletter, there was like registration for the, uh, for the hymn school. So 10 years and up, um, there's a form to fill out. So please do that. If you have trouble finding it, then uh, you can come and... Uh, so, the, so the hymn school is, is a curriculum um, for those who um, have an 